You're listening to SB Nation Radio. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Kevin Green. Tony Dungy. The late Dick Stanton. Eddie D. Bartolo. The late Ken Stapler. Marvin Harris. Orlando Pace. The gunslinger Brett Barr. This is your Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2016. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Oh boy, there is the interception, and it's Deion Jones, the New Orleans native who grew up here and had never been in the dome prior to tonight. He's in the dome, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Atlanta Falcons. Drew Brees got fooled by the coverage. did get pulled by the coverage. Yeah, he's a gunslinger, all right, but he's almost surely going to the Hall of Fame one day. But Guys, will he ever be going to the playoffs again? I mean, period. Not this year. Again. I mean, that, God, that was bad. Um, anyway, this is the Talk of Fame Network coming to you from the Renai Studios, where it's a lot safer, it seems to me, than being in that defensive huddle in New Orleans. Like I said, that was terrible, guys. And like seven-on-seven seven football. And I, I know the Saints were missing starters. But, hey, Ron, you know, your Patriots, they've been missing Brady, Gronk, Ninkovich, offensive lineman, Dante Howard. It doesn't matter. They're 3-0. and But the Saints, they're 0-3. Goose, I, I don't see any hope in sight. I mean, I, I guess I'll ask you again. Are we ever going to see Drew Brees in the playoffs ever? Clark, the difference between the Patriots and Saints is the coach. Belichick has a defensive background, Peyton an offensive one. If his quarterback is gone, Belichick has something to fall back on. Peyton doesn't. Belichick can ask his defense to win games. Peyton can't. It's why the Vikings can go into Carolina without their starting quarterback and running back and beat the defending NFC champions. Mike Zimmer is a head coach with a defensive background. Those guys never short their defense. The offensive guys like Peyton don't show the same regard for their defense. They figure they're going to outscore everyone every week and don't have to worry about the defense. Drew Brees can't get the Saints back into the playoffs. He's going to need a defense to do that, and I don't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And, Goose, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because people always tell you it's a quarterback's league, and, and, and it is uh, if you're playing fantasy football. But remember this. I mean, Drew Brees threw seven touchdown passes – for 800 yards in two of his first three starts. You know what? Lost both of them. So, yeah, it's a quarterback's league, as I said, when you're in fantasy football. But in the NFL, as you pointed out, Goose, defense wins. And Ron, as he said, look no farther than the Vikings and, you know, Denver. Right. I mean, you guys have heard me say this a gazillion times about defense. And I think it's actually truer today than ever because the rules have made it so difficult to play defense that if your team is even adequate uh, at defense, you're ahead of the game. Uh, and it becomes a tremendous in, uh, asset and a bigger and bigger asset than it used to be back in the day if you can really you know, play defense. It's difficult to win week after week outscoring your, appoint, uh, your opponents. Uh, and now I think that's even more so true with the new kickoff rules and everything where you know, if you don't have a talented kicker who can put the ball at the two-yard line, the other team's getting it at the 25 instead of a, a 20. So without a defense, uh, you may be a saint. But you don't have a prayer of making the playoffs. <laughs> well, the, the Saints did have a talented kicker. Did you see that field goal that guy nailed? Was it 57 yards? Still didn't make yeah. any difference. But you're right. Um, defense wins. I'll tell you what else wins, guys. Our lineup today. We continue our look at the Hall of Fame's class of 94. And that's the 94 modern era candidates who are up for induction next year. They'll be class of 2017. 
We've got running back O.J. Anderson with us. Uh, we're also going to launch the first in a series of interviews with those guys who are somehow excluded from that class. The, the, the players, former coaches who are deserving, but who are missing from that ballot. And we're going to sit down with one of those guys that's all-decade tackle, Richmond Webb of Miami. But that's not all. We also have Hall of Fame voter Paul Domowicz here to speak to us about the hottest young quarterback in the NFL and Goose. Uh, no, it's not Dak Prescott, so you can put your jersey aside for a second. We're talking about the Eagles' Carson Wentz. But before we do, Goose Man, I am going back to your city. Do we have a quarterback controversy beginning to take place in Big D? I thought Big D stood for Dallas. Apparently it stands for Dak. So you're there. You're around the team. What the heck is going on? Well, until I see Dak Prescott get on an airplane and fly with Jason Garrett to a Duke basketball game, <laughs> Tony Romo will be the quarterback of the Cowboys. Garrett Romo are pals, and the Cowboys have too much money invested in Romo not to play him. But I tell Prescott to stay warm. When Romo gets hit, Romo gets hurt. Even if Prescott is told to sit when Romo comes back, I would expect him to see the field again before the season is out. I like how you put that, Goose. When Romo gets hit, not if Romo gets hit. Bingo. There you go. Made out Ron, of glass. The yeah, glass Exactly. Man. Exactly. Crystal um, chandelier. Ron, <laughs> you don't have a crystal chandelier in New England, nor do you have... I got one right in my house. What are you talking about? Right there in the foyer. <laughs> Well, you, you get that foyer. That's still like waiting for that invite so I could see it. So that's why. Well, I, know, I keep right? begging you, but you won't come up. Yeah, sure. Don't even drive by. Well, you don't have a quarterback controversy either in New. We England. got quarterbacks galore. You, you want do. A quarterback? Yeah. <laughs> that's what, as a coach will tell you. And you once told me, you know, when you have two quarterbacks, it's as good as having what, Ron? None. None. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. if you got none, you're just playing rugby. There you go. <laughs> so you don't have controversy. You've got a quarterback problem, as in, who's next? So, Ron, who starts this weekend versus the Buffalo Bills, and does it really make any difference? Well, I think it's Grappolo, uh, Clark. That you know, They were both at uh, practices this week. I think it's one thing to ask a guy to come back on two, three days turnaround with an injury like that. Ten days is a completely different situation. Uh, at least initially. Now, look, he may get dropped on his shoulder again and uh, they, you know, his arm's on the ground when he stands up. But uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to start off with Garoppolo. And, and frankly, for all the uh, pats on the back that Brissett got, and look, he, he did great for what he is, mm-hmm. um, he wasn't very good. He was <laughs> he, not very good. But he was uh, and, good enough to beat a, a decent team, what we thought was a decent team. Well, yeah. I mean, if your opponent's going to, Give you the ball on the twenty-yard line twice. Yeah, uh, not a good, uh, as Coach Belichick would say, uh, not what we're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, <laughs> what I and I, I always I, say, by the way, what Coach Belichick says. You know, of course you do. Yeah, because you're his bobo. We knew I that. I am his bobo. <laughs> well, that game, of, of course, Ron, as you know, is going to be the last before Tom Brady returns. Your oh, be still line. my heart. <laughs> be still my heart. I'm not going to ask you about Brady or the suspension or what Tom was doing in Italy. But um, taking off his the, clothes, apparently. I know, I saw, I other saw than you, yeah, other than I, you, Clark, I think the Goose Man has probably never laid outside with no clothing on his buttocks. That's you, my guess. You I, I saw those hand. photos, but I wasn't. I didn't use those 3D glasses that you were using. <laughs> Put them down. I'm going to ask you this question about what former Saints receiver Joe Horn said last week about your new best friend, uh, not Tom Brady, Roger Goodell. He <laughs> called him quote. 
this is one of the great ones, the Vladimir Putin of the <laughs> NFL when it comes to players. <laughs> Essentially, he was saying that ah, he's the imperial commissioner. So uh, what do you think, Ronnie? Is Joe Horn getting warm at least? No, I think Joe Horn and his peers are the ones who crowned him. Uh, so if they see a problem uh, having an imperial commissioner, they need only look in the mirror and they will see the source of their problem looking back at them and also the solution. Uh, you want to change the power of the commissioner, uh, which the union has repeatedly given him over the years, going all the way back to Burt Bell. Well, stop blaming him and start blaming yourself. The players have sold out on this issue a dozen times. Right. The commissioner treats the players the way they allow him to treat them, which is to slap them around. So if they want to do something about it, then stand up on your hind legs. Agree 100%. They gave Goodell the power to be the imperial commissioner. Ron, if I give you $100, I can't get mad over how you spend it. Right, exactly. I mean, you know, I don't. if you tell me I don't have to be fair and balanced, why would I be fair and balanced? Why would you give him $100? <laughs> because he's a good friend of mine. <laughs> yes, right. We go way back. Friend when of the we show. wear our bathing hey, suit to the beach, like you and Brady. <laughs> hey, Goose, do, do, do you foresee Goodell, or, or any commissioner for that matter, giving up his disciplinary powers, even if it's in exchange for an 18-game season like we've talked in the past? Yeah, for an 18-game season, definitely. Cool. That's a huge trade-off. In an 18-game schedule, is something the NFL needs to maintain any credibility with its fan base. You know, pull the plug on the preseason. If Goodell trades away his disciplinary powers, his life becomes markedly easier as commissioner of this league. He's a smart guy. If he can swap those powers for an 18-game schedule, I think he'd do it in a second. No, 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 a thousand times no. Because it ain't about Roger Goodell and the commissioner at all. It's about the owners. The NFL owners do not want neutral arbitration. They've seen what it did in baseball. They've seen what it's done in basketball. And they want no part of it. And neither does any other business owner. If they Are they embracing those four preseason games? They don't care about that. They do not want their business dictated by some law student uh, in some office someplace. They, they're not going to do it. And they can. I'll tell you, one of the reasons they're not going to do it, guys, is they know that, that, that they can make these guys uh, cave on the 18-game schedule just by squeezing them on the salary cap. But you got to give something in return, Ron. you got to give them something in return for the 18-game schedule. Well, what, you know what? They, they'll give them the same thing they've been giving them since I came in the league in 1974. The business. <laughs> okay. Well, we talked about Drew Brees at the top of this hour, uh, but most everyone else is talking about Carson Wentz and what he's doing for Philadelphia. We're going to speak to someone who knows when we visit with Hall of Fame voter Paul Domowitz of the Philly Daily News. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant sandwich. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant sandwich deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation vary. Geico applauds your inner road name. A slow clap goes out to your biker alter ego. You might be mild-mannered Michael in the office, the guy known for raising his hand in meetings, but out on the open road, it's Motor Mike. Geico supports you and your bike, Motor Mike, because beyond cars, Geico insures motorcycles, those glorious vroom-vroom machines. With 24-7 customer service and great rates, the only thing you'll be raising from now on is a heck of a good time. So head out on the highway and make that road yours, Mike. Make it yours. Geico Motorcycle. See how much you could save. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Um, yeah, I have questions. Prescription drugs aren't as bad as street drugs, right? Weed's legal, isn't it? Drinking is worse than smoking weed. 
isn't it? Why is heroin I so addictive? Molly just makes you feel happy. I have questions. Mom? Dad, did you ever try drugs? They're going to ask. Be ready. Go to drugfree.org. A message from Partnership for Drug-Free Kids. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the roaring 20s. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. (laughs) Hey, want to dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. AnimalSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Britt Gosselin, and Clark Judge. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. Talk of Fame Network sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know what? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. You probably know there's been a lot of talk about Philadelphia rookie Carson Wentz, how good he is. In fact, uh, his head coach, Doug Peterson, recently compared him to, yep, Peyton Manning in pre-snap reads. So we decided to nail this one down and find out just how good this guy is and why, well, three games into his career, anyone would be comparing Carson Wentz to one of the game's best at the position. For that answer, we turn to Hall of Fame voter and friend of the show, Paul Domowich of the Philly Daily News. And Domo, you heard what Peterson said about Wentz. You also heard what Ron Jaworski said, uh, I think it was three years ago, about Colin Kaepernick saying he could be one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL mm-hmm. history. Why the rush to judgment? Why the hyperbole? Can't we just let these guys play? Well, uh, first with Peterson, he, it wasn't the pre-snap reads that he was comparing him when he used the Peyton Manning-ish quote. It was, it was the it film study, is the way I recall it from yesterday. Uh, he was just mentioning that, that Wentz gets into the facility about 5.30 to watch film, and, and it was right about then that he, he called him Peyton Manning-ish which you know didn't strike me as 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 odd as it does to compare his pre snap his ability to make pre snap reads to Peyton because I mean you know there might have been nobody better in history than Peyton at that so you know but you're right to even bring up his name in in the same sentence with Peyton is it puts a lot of pressure on the kid but who knows what why coaches say what they say we'd expect hey. that from you Domo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Paul, both Ron Jaworski and Donovan McNabb took the Eagles to Super Bowls but failed to win there. If Wentz gets there and wins, how soon will they erect his statue in front of the link? <laughs> they've already done it. <laughs> oh, they've, already, they've already started, Goose. Um, it's about half finished. It should be done by the end of the bye week. <laughs> you, could be, you could be working on that one, Damo? <laughs> Nobody rushes to judgment here in this city. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it just, it, it's, it's amazed me the, the contrast between the way people have fallen in love with this guy and the indifference they showed for a, an entire year with, with Sam Bradford. Who, you know, I thought Sam was a good quarterback, and I think he's going to be a terrific quarterback if he stays healthy. I could never understand why this city never warmed to him. He played the second half of last season while the team wasn't very good overall. He was one of the better quarterbacks in the league, uh, but the city just, for some reason, just did not like him. Carson Wentz, from the minute he was drafted, they fell in love with him. They were looking for a reason to fall even further in love with him, and you know clearly he's given them one in the, the first three weeks of the season. Oh, that city didn't embrace Santa Claus. <laughs> no, they, no, they did not. As Don King would say, they pummeled him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of funny to me, uh, Domo, because for all this hysteria around the guy, there are 16 other quarterbacks who've already thrown five touchdown passes or more, and there's 16 other quarterbacks with more passing yards than him, so, which basically puts him in the middle of the pack, not the head of the uh, of the class, in a game today that's designed, let's face it, for quarterbacks to look like the second coming of United. So what I'm saying is, are we seeing Johnny U too? Or a guy who, uh, once coaches have him on tape for four or five games, are going to make his life a little more difficult. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, the the Steelers were the first team of the, the first of the three teams they played that even played zone coverage against them. Yeah, I thought that would bring him down to reality a little bit more. I mean, the first two games against Cleveland and Chicago, I mean, he played well, you know, terrific on on Sunday too. But I mean, again, like you said, nobody has film on this guy yet. Um, the most impressive thing that I think he's done is he has not thrown an interception yet, 102 passes without an interception, which is the most to start a career uh, for a rookie uh, you know, in league history. But he's a smart kid, very competent, very very poised. I mean, his poise is, has really been impressive in these first three games. Not much bothers him. But, I mean, you know, let's, let's see how this plays out before, like you said, before we erect a statue to him. We're speaking with Hall of Fame voter Paul Domowicz, who's very smart and very poised on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com. And, and Domo, um, you think there's any seller's remorse in Cleveland? I mean, you know, since they returned the NFL in 1999, <laughs> I think they've had something like 27 starting quarterbacks, including, uh, including Doug Peterson, who started eight games in 2000. They, they are... Uh... <laughs> that interview that Deep Podesto did, where he said that, you know, the reason they didn't take... Uh... Wentz was because they didn't think he would be uh, become a top twenty quarterback. Was not, you know, they're, 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 right now they just probably want to run and hide from that comment. Uh, you know, I don't know whether he will or will not, but probably was something that didn't need to be said at the time. But that's Cleveland. <laughs> hey, Paul. What, Paul? What did you think? And more importantly, what did you write when the Eagles traded Bradford to the Vikings? Well, when they when they traded him. I was fine with it. Uh, I, I think I thought they they got. Uh, I mean, it was hard to turn down a one and a pick that theoretically could be a two, might be a three, but definitely at least will be a four 
for for him. They needed to get some picks back. I mean, what I condemned them for was the tr- was 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 the move in the first place, signing Bradford to a two year deal for thirty six million dollars, twenty two million guaranteed, um, and then several weeks later, trading up uh, in an attempt to get wins. Uh, you know, it was, first of all, it showed no big picture plan there. They they seem to be going from you know. Uh, one moment to the other, and then figuring out what they were going to do. I mean, they they fell in love with Wentz after signing Bradford. But I, mean, my feeling from the very beginning was that Sam Bradford, who is is only 29 years old, if he stays healthy, has you know you're talking about a, a guy that could be a, a terrific starting quarterback in this league for the next nine years. You didn't need to make that move in the first place. Um, I don't know exactly what their motivation was to do it. I mean, they just insist that they sign Carson Wentz, a guy who could be the next great quarterback. And they just felt that, you know, a bold team like them just needs to do this. This comes a year after, you know, they, they gave Chip Kelly the blessing to do what he did when he went and traded for Bradford. So, you know, they, they changed their minds every, or Jeff Lurie changes his mind every year in, in, in what direction he wanted to go. But I just didn't think the move needed to be made. But once they had Wentz, you know, I, I I I thought that it was foolish to sit him uh, at the end of the bench for uh, the entire season and watch Bradford when you were going to get rid of Bradford at the end of the season anyway. So when they were out, yeah, you weren't going to give him away because you could then trade him at the end of the season. But when when Minnesota came came up after losing Bridgewater and was in such a dire straits to get a quarterback and was willing to give a one and a four, uh, it's it, it you know I. I I completely uh, agree with with the move they made then. Well, just to speak, Adamo, uh, uh, to the points we've been talking about here about this sort of rush on this guy, uh, I just see my friend, and I'm sure your friend Brian Baldwin just come out and said, "Wentz is Peyton Manning pre-snap and Aaron Rodgers post-snap." Unbelievable! <laughs> Knew somebody said something about him pre-snap. <laughs> my God, you know. So I guess I'm wondering: Are the Eagles better than you anticipated, and is it because? They have a guy who was a combination of Peyton Manning and and, uh, and Johnny Unitas and everybody. We got else about twenty seconds here, Dom. I was a quick. I picked them to go for five and eleven. So there you go, Dom. Uh, there you go. <laughs> right now they're, they're they've been, they've been better than I I thought they would be. I thought they would probably I thought they would probably win those first two games. The Pittsburgh game I didn't see coming. Uh, but I mean I you know let's let's wait till you know let the picture get painted first here at least six, seven games before we have an idea of, of what we're looking at. Hey, Damo, thanks for the time, and good luck with that 5-11 and 11 team, okay? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Take care. <laughs> Thank See you, Damo. That was Hall of Fame voter Paul Damowicz of the Philly Daily News. Coming up next, one of the 94 candidates for the Call of Fame's class of 2017. That would be Otis Anderson. This is the Talk Fame Network. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the roaring 20s. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. (laughs) Hey, want to dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. 
Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents... Breakfast stories. Today's story, Bob and the two for four dollar croissant. So here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissant for four dollars, you know, and this lady comes over making big moon eyes. And I'm like, keep your paws off my other croissant, ma'am. Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just four dollars. Only a Burger King. Price participation varies. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know something? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Our next guest is a former NFL Rookie of the Year, a former Super Bowl MVP, and a candidate for the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2017. I'm talking about O.J. Anderson. Top 10 draft pick by the St. Louis Cardinals in 1979, O.J. became the first running back ever to average 100 yards rushing per game. And he would go on to rush for more than 10,000 yards in a 14-year career that included two Super Bowl rings with the New York Giants. OJ, thanks for joining us. Thank you, guys. I appreciate the accolades. <laughs> yeah. Hey, OJ, this is your 20th year of eligibility for the Hall, yet you've never been a semifinalist, much less a finalist. Sometimes it's not as much about the player as it is the team. How, had you played your entire career in New York instead of those first seven seasons in St. Louis with the exact same statistics, how do you think your career would be viewed by the voters? Well, you, you have to think that because of the market of New York, that it was uh, – it would be in my favor because, you know, whatever you do in New York, the whole world gets to know about it. Right. And unfortunately for me, and fortunate for me because I was in St. Louis Midwest, uh, I did have a chance to start my career off and to, uh, you know, have, have, a good, have a good seven years in St. Louis. Yeah, the Cardinals turned the page on offense in 1986, giving your job away to Stump Mitchell. How and when did you find out that the Cardinals had traded you at midseason? To the Giants. Actually, uh, we had practice. Normally, you get traded on a Tuesday, so you get a chance to go to the the city that you're traded to. Uh, I was actually practicing that Wednesday, getting ready to go down to Tampa to play the Buccaneers, and uh, Larry Wilson walked on the field and said, uh, "I need to talk to you," and and walked me in and said, "I was traded to the Giants." Did you have any inclination that was coming that you were going to get traded? No. Um, you know, Stelt was dealing with bruised uh, knee, and and you know, and, and he and I was alternating here and there. So I did not see it coming at all. And I heard rumors during preseason they were trying to trade me. Uh, the Steelers were interested in me, 
but that never did go down. I mean, just heard, you know, little rumors, but, you know, whatever there's, there's smoke, there's fire. So I should have known it, but, but after the first five, six games, nobody said anything, and I assumed that I'd be a Cardinal until I retired. How quickly did you get on the plane when you found out it was New York? <laughs> yeah. well, well, Bill wanted me to come up the same day that I was uh, uh, released from the Giants, I mean, from the Cardinals. But I couldn't get there. I, I, it was like 2 in the afternoon. I had to go home, pack. It was a lot to be done, but I was there the very next morning, which was uh, that Thursday morning. I was right there, and I played that, that Sunday against the Eagles. OJ, I've got a question for you. You know, I mentioned at the top here that you're on the Hall of Fame's Class of 2017 list, and, and you are of 94. But here's my question. If I put you in front of voters today, what would you tell them? I mean, what are voters missing about you that you would like to remind them of? Uh, that I was uh, a doable running back. I played every down. I didn't have that specialist way the game is today where you play one or two downs and then you go out and somebody else come in and take your place. Uh, I was a full-time player. Uh, I, I, I was a complete book player. I blocked. I caught the ball at the backfield. One year, 60 catches. So you, you got a full full package when you saw me play and and I came to work every day, and I think that, that fans would appreciate that. When you come to work every day and you put forth your best effort and you play hard every game. Straight question, OJ. Do you think you belong? Should you be in the Hall of Fame? If you look at that statistics, absolutely. I have my stats are worthy of me going there. I don't see why I shouldn't be in there. I don't know why I'm not going in. Uh, but then again, I saw Harry Carson was treated and how long it took for him to go in. So I just figured maybe one day they'll figure it out and, you know, they'll say, okay, this guy is worthy and, and they do it. But unfortunate for me is the era that I played, most of the writers who really saw me play have probably passed away by now. And it's these new school writers who really don't know a lot about old school players other than, you know, a name here and there. So, they're looking at these new school players, and plus, they don't, they forget one thing. I had two strikes where uh, we stopped work during my seven years in St. Louis, right. and in eighty in eighty five, I got hurt and missed nine games. So, if you put my stats up where I play a full season every year, my stats equal Marcus Allen equals Eric Dickerson, the late Walter Payton. All you gotta do is pull them, ladies and gentlemen, pull them. Do a comparison for every game that I played a full season, not counting the strike in 82, not counting the strike in 87. Don't count the fact I got hurt in 85. But look at what I did the first four years, three years of my career. You line me up with any guy who are in the Hall of Fame, all are in the Hall of Fame and you will see where that I am equal to or better. OJ, uh, most running backs hit the wall around the age of 30. But at the age of 32, you rushed for 1,000 yards for the Giants, won NFL Comeback Player of the Year honors at 33, rushed for 100 yards to claim Super Bowl MVP honors. How do you explain your second life as a runner? Well, I was asked to do different things. Uh, when I was young, I was 4'4", 40-yard dash, 215 pounds. I got to where I was 220, 225, 230. And uh, Bill Parcell needed me to be more of a tackle-to-tackle runner, not a round-the-corner runner. So utilize my size, utilize my, my strength, and I became more of an inside runner. We're speaking with O.J. Anderson, former running back of the Giants on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork.com. And, O.J., since you mentioned Bill Parcells, I'll ask you a question about him. How instrumental was he in both your success and the success of the team you played for, the Giants? Very. 
he got the best out of all of us. Uh, he challenged us mentally, physically to get jobs done. I remember he telling me uh, in 88, you know, he said, listen, you know, we're going to give you a chance in 88 to do short yards and goal line. I took advantage of it, and he said, you know, you six foot two, you're 225 pounds, you can fall one yard. So when I put you in the game, so what? They know you're coming in for short yards. So what? They know you're coming in for for a goal line situation. You just need to get it done. And that's the kind of challenge he gave me and other players. So, uh, you know, you, you want them to do that. Well, you mentioned goal line and short yardage. I mean, that first season in 86, um, you were used for those, uh, those positions or um, that kind of play. And you even scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl against the Broncos on a two-yard run. Did you feel back then that you had more to offer the Giants offense than a short yard to go back? Well, when I got there in 86, Joe Marsh was having such a superb year, and basically they asked me to just be a reserve for, for Joe whenever he needed a blow to come in. And plus they wanted to offset defenses from tendencies. When Maurice was in the game and, Mar- and Joe was in the game, 90% of the time the ball was run by Joe. He felt by having me in the game and my blocking ability, it would not mean that Joe was getting the ball. So that was part of his plan uh, was to try and take away tendencies. But uh, Joe's having a good year, and, and, and all I had to do was just make sure that I didn't get in his way. <laughs> just fall forward a yard. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's it. That's it. OJ, you rushed for 193 yards in your NFL debut in 1979, finished third in the league in rushing as a rookie behind Hall of Famers Earl Campbell and Walter Payton. You finished third in rushing again behind Campbell and Payton in 1980. Was it that easy back then? Well, what we don't know, a lot of people don't know, is that uh, I got hurt, uh, I think, maybe third quarter, and uh, that's how Walter passed me. And had I not got hurt, again, I fell and I just my knee, and had I not done that, I would have won the NFC rushing title and might have gave Earl a run for his money, but that, that was pretty tough. And, you know, what could have, would have, should have, it, it didn't happen, but I was leading Walter pretty good before I uh, hyperstended my knee. So there was no way he would have caught me. There was no way he would have uh, won the rushing title uh, for the NFC that year. But, you know, it happened. Hey, OJ, like you, we've got to run. We're out of time. But thanks so much for spending time with us. And you know what? Best of luck with your Hall of Fame candidacy. Appreciate you guys giving me a chance to voice my opinion. And hopefully people will uh, remember these writers yourself with look at what I've done during the era that I did it in. And then, you know, maybe see fit for me to be there. OJ, thanks so much. Appreciate it, OJ. Thank no you problem. much. Thanks, guys. Take okay. care. That was former running back OJ Anderson. When we return, we'll hear why Tobin Rote deserves more than he's gotten from the Hall. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by MyCleanPC. If your computer runs slowly, just log on to MyCleanPC.com for a free diagnosis. And within minutes, you can download software that can clean up what may be slowing your computer down. That's MyCleanPC.com. Talk of Fame Network is also brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to Geico.com. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the roaring 20s. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. (laughs) Hey, want to dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. 
Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents... Breakfast stories. Today's story, Bob and the two for four dollar croissant. So here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissant for four dollars, you know, and this lady comes over making big moon eyes. And I'm like, keep your paws off my other croissant, ma'am. Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just four dollars. Only a Burger King. Price participation vary. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. When you start telling me it doesn't matter, then we're tired. Get out. Hey, Derek Burns. Yes, Clark. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? Thinking it means it'll save you some cash. You got it. Means you should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. So, Derek, save yourself some cash and go. Hey, uh, listen, all you guys, Derek, Ron, Rick. Yeah. Did you watch last Sunday night's game on yeah. NBC between the Cowboys and Bears? Goose, I know you were there, but no, Ron, did you no have choice. to see it? Yeah, you had no choice. That's right. Ron, did you see it on TV? Uh, yeah, until I nodded off. Yes, I did. <laughs> Derek, did you see it? I did. Yeah, well, if he did. You would have heard Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth say in the fourth quarter, and I like both these guys. I think they're very good, but provided, of course, you stayed with the game that long, four quarters. Whew, man, that, that tight end, Jason Witten, they both said uh, tight end Jason Witten was a Hall of Fame lock. I mean, it was, it was short, but uh, they put the camera on Witten, and the two were commenting on him, and, and there was Al Michaels saying, quote, there's little doubt in anybody's mind that he will wind up on the steps of Canton one day. To which Chris Collinsworth responded, no question. Ron, question in your mind? He might if he gets in a cement business. I mean, you, know, you work on those steps. That'd be good. I was like, what are they talking about? I mean, that's just, uh, that's about when I nodded off, just when they said that, you know. It's like, I'm so tired of hearing that. This guy, that guy, the next, everybody's a Hall of Fame lock. You know, it's just, look, he was a good player. Also friend you know, of the show. But, yeah, and a friend of the show, which obviously up some 20% right there. There you go. Uh, but, you know, look, Ty Christensen was a really good player. Uh, ben Goes was a really good player. Uh, you know, there's a lot Jerry of Smith. Hall of – Jerry Smith, a lot of Hall of very good players. And uh, in my mind, that's what he is at this point. Yeah, what what was your impact? Did you compile stats or make plays? You know, Witten has never won a championship in his 13 seasons, and he scored only 60 touchdowns. Rob Gronkowski has caught more touchdown passes in his first six seasons and is averaging almost five more yards per catch – and he wears a Super Bowl ring. You know, should we waive the five-year waiting period on Gronkowski? You know, let's wait until the careers are over before we start labeling players as Hall of Famers or first ballot Hall of Famers. Okay, well, I know Chris Collinsworth says there's no question he'll be in, but there's also no question in my mind what's coming up next here, guys. You know what? 
Another guy who should be in the Hall of Fame, at least according to our Rick Gosselin, who is in the Hall of Fame and who wrote about former quarterback Tobin Rote on our website, talkoffamenetwork.com this week, and who is also here to tell you why he thinks Tobin Rote should be in Ken. Get it, Goose. Yeah, Clark, the Pro Football Hall of Fame is all about the extraordinary, extraordinary players, extraordinary performances. Tobin Rote fits the profile. He played 15 seasons with stops in four cities covering three leagues, and accomplished feats that few quarterbacks have accomplished. Rode is one of three, only three quarterbacks in history to win championships in two different leagues, joining Otto Graham and Joe Cap. Graham won four titles in the All-America Football Conference and three more in the NFL, all with the Browns. Cap won a CFL title with the BC Lions in 1964 and an NFL title with the Minnesota Vikings in 1969. Rode won an NFL title with the Lions in 1957 and an AFL title with the San Diego Chargers in 1963. He also came within a whisker of becoming the first quarterback to win a third title in a third league. That was 1960 when he quarterbacked the Toronto Argonauts to a 10-4 record and their first Eastern Division championship in 24 years, only to lose in the conference finals to the eventual CFL champion Ottawa Rough Riders 21-20. In 1957, Rote came off the bench late in the season for injured Hall of Famer Bobby Lane and led the Detroit Lions to three consecutive victories and an NFL championship, their last one, by the way. In his second start, a Western Conference playoff game at San Francisco against the 49ers, wrote Red Lions from a 27-7 third-quarter deficit for a 31-27 victory. He completed 16-30 passes for 214 yards and a touchdown that day. The following weekend in the title game, he passed for four touchdowns and rushed for a fifth score in a 59-14 romp over the Browns. He completed touchdown passes of 23, 26, 32, and 78 yards that day. And he also ranks ninth in history among quarterbacks in rushing with 3,100 yards. Do extraordinary performance to stamp anyone as an extraordinary player? That's the discussion Tobin Rote deserves for his career. Uh, Ghost, does this guy belong because it's the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, and he did these things in all these different leagues or for his NFL exploits alone? Yeah, it's clear this is the NFL Hall of Fame. Canton doesn't consider the 21,000 CFL passing yards of Warren Moon or the 24 USFL sacks of Reggie White. If you didn't do it in the NFL, it doesn't count in Canton's eyes. Well, I know that sound. In the NFL or the CFL, it's a signal we're at the end of our first hour. Goose, you have this week's two-minute drill, so let's get started. Colin Kaepernick made the cover of Time Magazine. Who will be the next NFL player to grace the Time cover? The next guy to sit down on the job. Oh, wait a minute. That's Colin Kaepernick. Greg Hardy in handcuffs. Nine underdogs won outright last weekend. Has Las Vegas lost its touch, or has the NFL become that unpredictable? The NFL has become that unpredictable. Never poke a sleeping dog. Not even the wise guys can predict what these nitwits will do. If and when will the injury-riddled Chicago Bears win a game? When they play the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> uh, I think it depends on how soon they play the Cleveland Browns, actually. If and when will the defensively challenged New Orleans Saints win a game? When they play the Chicago Bears. <laughs> soon as Sean Payton figures out, the defense wins championships, even in this day of pinball football. San Diego's lost a starter in each of their first three games this season. Why would anyone want to start for the Chargers? Ron, you know this. Rick, you should too. Because you can do your rehab on Mission Beach. <laughs> Very good. It's not starting to worry about Goose. It's finishing. 
with the arrest of Greg Hardy this week in suburban Dallas for drug possession, can we finally close the book on his football career? Goose, uh, I don't want to close the book on him. I want to throw it at him. <laughs> Goose, this is a guy who claims someone took his wallet and put drugs inside. Exactly who would take that dude's wallet? Not me. 49ers <laughs> tackle Anthony Davis retired this week for the second time in three years. He's only 26. Is it Davis or is it the 49ers? It's Davis. He got smart. <laughs> it's both. He needs a career counselor and the 49ers need a new HR department. <laughs> when does Carson Wentz throw his first interception? Don't know, but fans in Philadelphia can't wait to boo him when he does. <laughs> Not this week, because he ain't playing. When does Dak Prescott throw his first interception? Never. Goosey's so good that New Orleans, they're chanting, Who Dak? Who Dak? Who Dak? <laughs> Dak throws his first immediately after Dez screams at him on the sidelines for not passing him the ball. The Bucks got tight end now. Austin, Seffer, and Jenkins after this weekend arrest for DUI. The Jets claimed him. Would you have claimed him? Yes, I would. And I'd audition him at quarterback. Ouch. If I was the Jets, I wouldn't have claimed him. I would have spent my time looking for a new compass for the Amish rifle. <laughs> That's the end of our first hour. Stay where you are, because just around the corner, we have our residential debate, as well as a talk with former Miami star Richmond Webb about why he's not on the Hall's list of 94 candidates. This is the Talk of Fame Network. This is Eric Dickerson, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the Roaring Twenties. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. <laughs> hey, wanna dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai Water Heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for $4 croissant. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant deal, two for $4. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for $4, that is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation vary. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Welcome back. Tower number two in the next 60 minutes. You're going to hear from former tackle Richmond Webb as we salute 
those players and coaches not on the list of 94 preliminary candidates for the Hall of Fame's class of 2017. I said not, but who deserve to be. As you know, the Hall two weeks ago rolled out the 94 candidates on this year's ballot. We talked about it last week. We're going to be talking about it for several weeks, but there are plenty more who deserve to be recognized, and we're going to do that over the next four, five, six weeks. And we're going to start with Mr. Richmond Webb today. Boy, he has the credentials. But first, listen, we, we had the presidential debate from Hoster earlier this week, right? So we have our own residential debate today coming to you from the Renai studio and guaranteed this can make more sense to you than what you heard on Monday. Over in this corner, we have Rick Goslin, a.k.a. Dr. Data, known for his reasoned and logical analyses. Really? And over here we have Ron Borges, a.k.a. Bill Belichick's Boswell. Or was that Roger Bobo. Goodell's Boswell? <laughs> Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> <laughs> known for his passionate defenses of, yep, the indefensible. As we have in the past, guys, you've been down this road before. You're going to have an opportunity to answer several questions regarding today's game and, well, probably yesterday's heroes. We are Hall of Fame show. And you will have 45 seconds to make your case with a 30-second rebuttal and a 20-second close. Now, if you go long, Derek, Derek Burns, our producer, I'll tell you what, Derek, do a bend right on these guys and give them the business. Yep, just like that. Got it, guys? Got let's it. Let's go. Okay, let's go. Gooseman, you're first up. There are two safeties likely to make the Hall's 15 finalists for the class of 2017. Just a guess, but John Lynch, probably first-year candidate Brian Dawkins. So, Goose, you're a proponent of minding the queue. You've always told me that. You've told Ron that. In other words, putting those in first who have waited longest. So tell me why John Lynch, who has waited three years, not a long time, but has waited three years, should go in ahead of Brian Dawkins. I can't. Brian Dawkins was an all-decade safety. John Lynch was not. That puts him ahead of Lynch in my book. There are 13 all-decade safeties eligible for the Hall who are not already enshrined, all things being equal. I'm all about the queue, but there are some criteria for candidacy, and all-decade should be one of them. In relation to the queue, I believe Johnny Robinson should have been considered before Kenny Easley. Both were all-decade selections. And Robinson had more interceptions and more rings. I need to sort through the deserving all-decade safeties before I start working on the safeties who did not make all-decade. Ronnie? Gooseman needs to be severely chastised for this. You know, this is arguing the thing, would you? Uh, look, uh, waiting in line is fine. Uh, I, I, I got to agree with Goose on this. Unlike a celebrity like Goose, he doesn't have to wait in line. He goes right to the velvet ropes. I get it. Head of the queue. Uh, head of the queue, exactly. And that's where uh, Dawkins Look, Dawkins was a better player. If you watched him all, he was a better player. He has as many Pro Bowls as Lynch. He's got more All-Pro selections. He's got more interceptions. And he didn't play on a defense designed for, to allow a guy like Lynch to roam free and run around and, and make plays in the back. Yeah, I think Lynch had his window last couple of years to get in. There was no other safety on the ballot uh, uh, outside of Steve Atwater. He had to get in before the, the current run of safeties, and that didn't happen. Ronnie? Yes, sir. You're next. Giants coach Ben McAdoo, that's Ben, not Bob McAdoo, says Odell Beckham Jr. needs to be more in control of his emotions. A, do you agree? And B, if you do, how do you make him do that? Well, as a guy for whom emotional control is probably one of the things I'm most <laughs> known for. Uh, look, emotions are all well and good, uh, but when you turn the game into this sort of personal display of your distemper, uh, it puts yourself ahead of the team. It's not all about him. It's not all about his individual battles with uh, Josh Norman or whomever. Do your job. Shut your mouth. Celebrate in the end zone if you choose. But maybe you could celebrate with someone other than yourself. How do you make him do it? There's really only one way. 
Introduce him to the pine. Hit the pine, my friend, and if you won't behave yourself, you're going to stay there. Simple as that. There's no other way to do it. Goose man. I agree with my adversary, Ron Trump. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. It's a team game. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Players, Ow. It's a team a game. Players who get penalized for end zone celebrations are my pet peeves. Sure, you scored, but you just cost your team 15 yards on the next kickoff. I'm old school. Barry Sanders never spiked the football when he scored a touchdown. He acted like he'd been there before and plans to get there again. Lou Holtz once told me it's the name on the front of the jersey that matters, not the name on the back. Ron, how's that orange makeup working there, Ron? <laughs> He's like, what a thing. I got to go get my Wow. Uh, uh, look, you know, it, it, these guys, these young guys, more and more are having these sorts of problems. Uh, they can't quite control themselves, and they seem to lose their way, and, and this guy is one of them, seems to lose sight of what the game is. You know, it's you didn't get in the end zone by yourself. You didn't beat anybody by yourself. And there you go. Quick whistle. Wow. 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 It was a quick whistle, but it's 20 beat. seconds. Remember that, <laughs> Mr. Trump. Uh, Goose, <laughs> you just saw the Chicago Bears. Wow. And they stink. So we make you GM for a day. What do you do to fix this team? I'd spend the next three seasons using all my first and second round picks on offensive and defensive linemen. The Bears won a Super Bowl because they dominated both lines of scrimmage. I still believe that's the starting point. A dominant offensive line allows you to run the ball and, and compete until you find your franchise quarterback, however long that takes. A dominant defensive line allows you to get after the quarterback and demoralize your opponent, as the Vikings did to Cam Newton last week. The defending NFC Champions Panthers were a better team. The Vikings had the better pass rush. Success in the NFL starts up front. Well, Derek likes working that buzzer, doesn't he? He does. He's just, he likes working God. that buzzer. But guess what, Ron? You're on the clock. <laughs> GM for a day? Forget Jay Cutler. Forget about offense. Forget about the Bears, if you'd like. Look, they're 25th in the league in scoring defense. John Fox is supposed to be a defensive coach. How about we start right there? You know, Either you get better players on defense or you get better uh, coaching, but you can't coach guys who stink. They can't cover. They can't uh, get to the passer. They can't stop the run. It seems to me there's many avenues to explore if, if I were the GM for a day but I probably would resign a position as quickly as possible. When you're playing in Chicago in November and December and it's zero degrees, you better be Cold. able to win games with defense. They can't do that. And until they fix the defense, the Bears are going nowhere. That, I didn't see the Bears the other day. I saw frauds. <laughs> wow. Little Sounds cubs. Like you, little tiny like, cubbies running around. No Bears. It's like both of you want Foxy fired. Okay, Ronnie. Yes, sir. There are five 3-0 and teams out there. Yeah, your Patriots, right. Denver, Baltimore. Minnesota, and Paul Dama, which is Philadelphia. As he predicted. <laughs> As he predicted. Did he say 11-5 and five or 5-11? Five oh, never mind. <laughs> which is the most vulnerable and why? Ravens, easily. Their point differential is only plus 13, meaning they've basically been life and death in each one of these Sunday games. Last weekend, they barely beat the Jaguars after barely beating the Brownies, after barely beating the Bills, of all people. Uh, that tells me that they're barely away from being 0-3 instead of 3-0. and They have a beating waiting to come right around the corner. They're 3-0, and but the teams that they've beaten are collective 1-8. and So uh, they're frauds. They are frauds. <laughs> I, I like them all personally, but they're frauds. Wow. Goose. Phil, 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 I don't mean anything by that. I'm not mad about them. You know? Ron, hey, I Goose, Goose has got the floor, okay? Ron, I, I have not deferred any time to Ron. Let me talk. Philadelphia, rookie quarterback. Do you think Carson Wentz can go 13-0 like Ben Roethlisberger did? No. He doesn't have a running game that Roethlisberger had, and I'm not sure he has the defense. Right now, the Eagles are leaning on Wentz to win games. 
That wasn't the case in Pittsburgh during Roethlisberger's rookie year. Winning in the NFL is a heavy burden on Tom Brady, much less rookie Carson Ron, you can close it. All right, well, that's all well and good, Mr. Domowitz, you sound like. Uh, <laughs> but look, the fact of the matter is the Ravens are just not that good. You know, they got a lot of holes in their lineup. They're turning a lot of positions over there. Some of the guys they've replaced them with, quite frankly, haven't been as good as the guys that, whose jobs they've taken. You know, they're 3-0, and but they're just not a legit 3-0. and I mean, they barely beat the Bills, for God's sake. Ron, What's you want to help Domo mean? with that What's statue the outside mean? of the stadium? <laughs> What'd you say, Goose? What does the buzzer mean? <laughs> to me, nothing. <laughs> okay, Donald. Okay, Donald. <laughs> okay. Of the and five finalists, thing. of the five finalists who didn't make the Hall of Fame cut to 15 in this year's class, that would be Terrell Owens, Steve Adler, Morton Anderson, Edge, and Alan Fanka. Who's the first guy moving to the final 10 this year? Morton Anderson. Best resume of any candidate. Let me repeat, all-time leading scorer. Thousands of players have touched the football in history, and all of them are looking up to Anderson at the top of the mountain. Points win NFL games. He's the most prolific point producer in league history. I give the rest of my time to Ron. <laughs> yeah, you should give your time to Morton. It's not happening. Look, T.O. has the best numbers. Alan Fanica is the most consistently the best player at his position. No question. Which is why I take Steve Atwater. Why? Because the difference between them all is slim. And he stood outside the door the longest. He's been knock, knock, knocking at heaven's door. Let the man in. Let the thank, man in. Thank you, Bob Dylan. But we're going to stop right there for now at least. But there will be more debates between now and November. In the meantime, we're going to commercial. When we return, we'll take a look at the best players not on the Hall of Fame's top 94 list. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. I'd like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. This is Jerry Jones, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Bob and the two for four dollar croissant. So here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissant for four dollars, you know, and this lady comes over making big moon eyes. And I'm like, keep your paws off my other croissant, ma'am. Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just four dollars. Only a Burger King. Price participation varies. Any Jane Doe can tell you that Geico could help you save. But since money talks, we just ask the savings instead. Greetings and sun salutations. I'm Jane's money. And I never knew my self-worth until Jane switched her car insurance at Geico.com. Those 15 minutes built me up to real savings. Geico's been helping customers save money like me for over 75 years. So take that to the bank. And namaste. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the roaring 20s. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. 
That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. <laughs> hey, wanna dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Results not typical. Do you owe the IRS more than $10,000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? Get tax representation. The industry experts with negotiating with the IRS with an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call today and the IRS will be contacted the same day, putting a stop to bank levies and wage garnishments. Call the tax representation hotline at 800-556-7089. 800-556-7089. That's 800-556-7089. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, the Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, we will, as I mentioned earlier, have former tackle Richmond Webb joining us soon. But before we do, I want to explain why he's here. Because when the three of us he's were talking... A, he's the guy who invented the web. Right? I guess. He's, if that's the case, he's a rich man. <laughs> oh hey, very good. You guys we got any more? Is we the 7 30 show different than the 9 o'clock show tonight, guys? I mean, <laughs> uh, here we go. But when, when the three of us were talking recently, I think it was last week, we started noticing some of the names that were missing from the Hall of Fame's preliminary list of 94 for the class of 2017. And O.J. Anderson, whom we spoke with in the first hour, is on that list. He's, he's on the preliminary list. But Richmond Webb, who's an all-decade choice, and who, Ron, sorry, he did not find the Webb. I, I think that was uh, Al Gore, wasn't Al it? Al Gore, that's right. Now, yeah, that's now right. I remember. But Richmond remember. Webb is not on that list. And, and that doesn't, I'll be honest with you, it doesn't seem right. So we thought that, well, as, as well as introducing you to players and coaches on the preliminary list, as we are doing, we would also introduce you to those who are not on it, but who should be there. And, Goose, before we get into this, uh, just do our listeners a favor here and do us a favor. Tell them how the preliminary list is compiled. Yeah, the Hall of Fame starts with the list of candidates from the class of 2016. Anyone who made the finals automatically returns as a candidate for the class of 2017. Anyone who received voting support throughout the process also returns. That gives you about 65 to 75 candidates right there. Then the Hall adds first-time eligibles like LaDainian Tomlinson, Brian Dawkins, Jason Taylor. That's another candidate or so. Then anyone can call the Hall and nominate a player. Yes, anyone. That's another dozen or so candidates right there. And that gives you the preliminary list of 94, which we are now in the process of pairing to 25. Hey, Ron, call the Hall. Would you put in Richmond Webb's name, would you please? No, it's too late. <laughs> well, I know, listen, Ron, I, I, I know there are guys who are going to slip through the cracks. Uh, we, we see it all the time. But... An all-decade choice? I mean, like Richmond uh -huh. Webb? I mean, you, you followed him when he played against the Pats. How does that happen? Oh, well, blindness helps. And, and uh, you know, amnesia is <laughs> always a good thing. I mean, uh, you know, when you play certain positions, and you, 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 left tackle being one of them, and your team doesn't win the championship, 
uh, it's easy to be uh, forgettable. You know, even guys who do win it, like uh, Joe Jacoby on the Redskins, you know, still fighting and struggling to get in. But I think when you're in the position of a, of a Richmond Webb, where you have no stats, really, unless people delve deeply into your career, uh, and you don't have any rings to wear, then people say, well, what did he do? And, you know, especially this day and age, as you guys know, everything gets forgotten quickly, and nothing gets forgotten faster than offensive linemen. Nothing. R- Richmond Webb is one of 92 all-decade players that's never been discussed. Ooh, 92. That's a lot. 92. You know, when Ron, you said, what did he do? I mean, what did he do? He protected a Hall of Fame quarterback. That's what he, he did. He did. Yeah, and, and we just put Orlando Pace in, who protected a guy who might be a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's Kurt Warner, who's not in yet, but Pace goes in, and a, and a guy like Webb, I'm not comparing Webb and Pace, but I mean, God, you think you get more attention. But So anyway, I, I think we've determined that Richmond Webb should have been on that list, and, and, and hopefully yeah. you'll figure that out when we talk to him later. But but he's not. But But he's also not alone. And that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. There are others maybe as deserving as Richmond Webb, maybe more so. So the question is, who are they? And Goose, I'll start with you. You're Dr. Data. You want to give me a name? Should be on that list of 94 who's not? Sure. Leroy Glover, who we hope to have on a show in the near future. He was another all-decade choice. He's one of two defensive tackles in history to lead the NFL in sacks. He went to six Pro Bowls. He's only in his fourth year of eligibility, yet he's already been forgotten. How does that happen? Why does it happen? Is it because of the position he played, nose tackle? There's no glamour there. But I'm telling you, Leroy Glover deserves his candidacy to be considered. Hey, Goose, uh, spoiler alert for everybody. I think we got him coming up next week on the show. That would be good. Whoa. He that deserves be, to have a voice. That would be very good. Um, okay, Ron, you're yes. next with the nomination. Um who would you put in or put on that list of 94 that could be 95 or 97 or 100, whatever? Who's not on that list? Who would you put in there? Well, I've, I've talked about this guy before, uh, but his continued exclusion uh, amazes me, and that's Stanley Morgan. Uh, it's oh. mind-boggling to me. Retired uh, after 14 years and four Pro Bowls with 557 catches, 10,716 yards when yards actually meant something, and 76 touchdowns, and a yards per catch average of 19.2 yards a catch. Uh, he's 10th all-time in yards per catch, and he's been retired since dirt was born. Uh, he, pl- he played on a team that ran the ball most of the time, yet he got into the end zone. More than half of these guys are in there today. He's still 36 all-time in receiving touchdowns. So how this guy, who was such a weapon, such a threat, such a long-range bomb, never gets a sniff is, is mind-boggling to me, especially yeah. at a position where you know he's got numbers. You know, he's not like a lineman. He's got numbers, and, and but he didn't win anything. Well, maybe we should get someone from New England to, to speak up for him, a guy who's on the board. That we should. Would be yeah, who could that be? That be just, uh, oh, yeah, okay. what happened to All me? Right. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to give you a guy that I've heard you speak about before, um, Ron, and that's a former safety and now Steelers defensive backs coach. That would be Carnell Lake, Good who's another all-decade choice, and he's also missing from this list. Now, granted – with the Hall's reluctance to induct safeties. And Goose, what do we have, seven pure safeties in there? Yeah. And with guys like uh, John Lynch and Brian Dawkins and Steve Atwater, I agree with uh, Ron and Steve Atwater. I mean, he should be, I would think he'd move from the top 15 to the top 10 this year. Uh, but anyway, they're on the, that, that list. It would be hard for him, meaning Carnell Lake, to get a sniff. But, but that doesn't mean he isn't qualified because he is. I mean, he was a four-time All-Pro, with 25 career sacks, 33 career takeaways, and once... 1997, you'll love this, Ron, got a league MVP vote from Hall of Fame voter 
Peter King of Sports Illustrated. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with defensive end Neil Smith. The guy plays 13 seasons, has 104 career sacks, goes to six Pro Bowls, makes the 1990s All-Decade team. Led the NFL in sacks with the Chiefs in 1993. Went on to win two Super Bowls with the Broncos. You know, what's not to like about that resume? He's been eligible for 11 years now and can't get anyone's attention. You know, the process puzzles me. How qualified candidates just slide through the cracks, wind up in the laps of Ron and I on the senior committee. Yeah, in right. 14 years, we'll say, how did Neil Smith never get discussed? You know, his candidacy needs to be addressed long before he arrives on Ron and mine's doorstep. That's a good question, and, 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 and let's go back to the beginning here, but I think listeners would say then, then how does that happen? Doesn't someone either from Kansas City or someone on the board, it could be you, it could be me, it could be Ron, someone say, hey, by the way, um, Canton, you need to include Neil Smith's name. You need to include Carnell Lake's name. Um, you need to include Leroy Glover's name. Isn't almost as simple as that? And if it is, why is it not happening? Well, it should be that simple. It should be. You know, the Kansas City guy should call, or the Denver guy should call for Neil Smith. You know, the Saints guy or the, you know, or the, the Rams guy should call for Leroy Glover. You know, yeah. that's it, it should be that simple. Fans can call. Anybody can call and get the names, the guy's name on there. But too many guys are just falling through the cracks exactly. unnoticed. Right. Sad. Well, I can tell you how part of this happens. Uh, uh, Stanley Morgan's a good uh, example because you're right. I'm the guy. Who, uh, I'm ranting and raving, and I don't have him on the list because I made the mistake of assuming of course, he was going to be on the list because he was yeah, on the list right. last year, and yeah. and that becomes part of it too. You know, you, you mm -hmm. say, "Well, wait a minute." You know, uh, of course, he's still on the list, and then you look, and he's not. And I think that's there's been more than a few guys who ultimately ended up getting the Hall of Fame because they got resurrected by somebody who hadn't been on the list for a number of years. And I and I think that it's a slippery slope. Once you're off it, people just forget. Well, it is a slippery slope, and we're going to have to get off of it, guys, because we're going to commercial. Enough to talk about these guys. I want to get to one of them. And we're going to when we visit with former offensive lineman Richmond Webb right after this. This is the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the Roaring Twenties. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. <laughs> hey, want to dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. Burger King presents... 
Breakfast stories. Today's story, Marty and the two for four dollar croissant sandwich. Yeah, I go to Burger King. They got that uh, croissant sandwich deal, two for four dollars. It's wicked good with the sausage, dude. And two for four dollars? That is a huge bargain. Huge. <laughs> well said, Marty. Tasty, savory, sausage on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price of participation vary. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. They are who we thought they were. Hey, Ron Borges. Yes, sir. You know what it means when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you should have been on the phone 15 minutes ago. Yeah, you should have. So you get have. on the phone. You also go to Geico.com, and you should have gone, as Ron said, 15 minutes ago. So go. My insurers, by the way. Just so you know. <laughs> Good for you. You're going to need them. As promised, <laughs> we have Richmond Webb with us. And if you don't remember him, shame on you. He has the most consecutive Pro Bowl appearances in Miami Dolphins history. And yes, more than Dan Marino. Richmond was one of the most dominating left tackles in the NFL in the 1990s. Seven-time Pro Bowl selection, four-time All-Pro, and member of the 1990s All-Decade team. Yet, strangely, he's not among the 94 candidates for the class of 2017. To be honest with you, we don't get it, and my guess is he doesn't either, but he's here, so we will soon find out. Richmond, thanks for joining us. Hey, how y'all doing today? Great, well, great, thank you. Doing great, thank you. And and let's get right down to it, Richmond. Uh, I saw you play so many games in New England, and there's a lot of ways to prove you were one of the most dominating tackles of your time. But here's one which you may not even know: in 14 games against the all-time leading sacker Bruce Smith, you allowed three and a half sacks in 14 games. Uh, you made those seven consecutive Pro Bowls that we've talked about. I'm just wondering: do you ever ask yourself what is the Hall of Fame committee thinking? Why is my name not on this list? Uh, it's been on before, but, you know, um, I try not to focus on that because I've seen how it's really uh, impacted or really affected a couple of guys that felt that they were deserving to be in there, and it just kind of eats away at them. You know, the way I look at it is I, I think I have my career or my resume speaks for itself. I don't understand the whole process and how it works, but that's what kind of gives me comfort, and I try not to just focus on you know, I should be here. I should be there. Like you said, you mentioned some of the, the things throughout my career, and and uh, I, I definitely think I'm worthy. I just don't know how to get on that list, or what's the process, or how they determine that. So that's just I just kind of just keep it moving. Richmond, you protected the blind side of Dan Marino, one of the most prolific passers in NFL history. How much did it stress you knowing that your team is going to throw the ball 65 percent of the time, and if Marino got hurt? You'd never get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you, you know, it's strange to say that, but it's true. And, and that was one of the things that kind of motivated me. You know, coming in, me and Keith Sams, we were rookies on the blind side of the offensive line. And, and more than that, it was protecting, you know, Dan Marino. You don't want to be the guy that gets him hurt because by the time I got to South Florida, it was I think he's in his seventh or eighth year, and he was already an icon. So, you don't want to be the guy that's being remembered of, oh, yeah, I remember that guy. He's a great player, but he's the guy that got Dan Marino, you know, career cut shorter. So that was something that I used for motivation or whatever. And I was just fortunate to play with Dan for 10 years. So I, I learned a lot from him. Hey, Richmond, you know, I mentioned at the top here, it's you're an all-decade tackle, and you are. And, and so is another guy we've had on the show, Tony Baselli. But neither of you has ever been a Hall of Fame finalist. Now, the knock on Baselli 
is that an injury cut short his career. He didn't play all that long. That's at least a knock on him. What's the knock on you? I, I don't know because I, I remember Tony when he was at Jacksonville, great player, and I know a lot of times that is the knock on, um, you know, if you don't play long enough, it's kind of like Bo Jackson. I remember he was a great guy. He just His career got sh- cut short because of an injury, but I hadn't heard anything, so I don't know what the knock is. I don't know what the issue is or whatever. That will probably be a question for some of the voters or the people that kind of work their process and determine, you know, who the finalists are, who who's actually the candidates and how they, you know, trim, trim it down or whatever. But I have no clue. We're three voters and we don't have a clue either. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was going to say, maybe be you should be asking us. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things I'm wondering, Richmond, did you ever, even as a kid, you know, dream about the Hall of Fame, think about the Hall of Fame? You play for a lot of different reasons. Uh, you've seen other guys go in the Hall of Fame. Did you ever think about it much and say, boy, wouldn't that be something? I mean, as a kid, no. You know, I grew up in Dallas, big Cowboy fan, and so I think every every kid's dream was just to play professional football. I mean, if you can just make it to the National Football League and actually play, that, that's an accomplishment within itself. But even when I was playing, I never really – thought about the Hall of Fame or whatever, and then, you know, kind of after I retired, you know, a couple of mentions and stuff like that, and then, you know, getting inducted into the Ring of Honor with the Dolphins and stuff like that, you know, uh, the team showing their appreciation of, you know, how you play for, you know, the longevity of your career. So I always thought I had a shot, thought my resume was, you know, good enough that I'm not one of the guys that's voting or whatever, uh, one of those people. So I guess sometimes you can get lost in the shuffle, and maybe that's what happened. I I don't know. Richard, I've had this discussion with a lot of the Cowboys here. Is the Ring of Honor good enough in your mind? Uh, I, I think what gives me peace is, I mean, I, I'm fortunate for every award achievement I've made or whatever, and uh, I know there are other guys that's not that's deserving that hadn't made it to the Hall of Fame, so I just let it, if it happens, good. If it doesn't happen, I'm good. But in the back of my mind, I know I played at that level, whether, you know, it's, it's kind of out of my hands, so I don't really let that just – I don't let that affect me because I'm at peace, I'm at peace either way. You know, I, I, I know my resume speaks for itself, so I don't sit there and dwell and say, oh, man, I should have got in or this or that. You know, I'm, I'm happy for all my brothers or whatever that, you know, each time it's a class, because I look at the NFL and we're all brothers, we're a small alumni, and I'm happy for each guy that makes that achievement. And this and that, and I think that's the way you approach it, and and that's the way I always have. You got great perspective. You do have yeah, great perspective. Sure. Uh, we're speaking with former tackle Richmond Webb on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us at talkoffamenetwork dot com. And Richmond, um, I know as you said you're at peace with it, and that's admirable. But I'm going to ask you one more question, if we can, on this Hall of Fame, and that's over sixty eight percent of the inductees. have also played on World Championship teams. You played with one of the best passers in NFL history, that's Dan Marino. Yet you guys never won a Super Bowl. How much do you think, or do you think, that's hurt your Hall of Fame candidacy? I don't think it hurt uh, at all. I mean, I think you know it's a, um, a team game, team concept. So I think it definitely helps if you do play in uh, Super Bowls and win world championships or whatever. But um, we got close, I know, one or two times. I know we played in the FC Championship game against Buffalo, but that's when they went to four in a row. So, like I said, it's, it's all up to the voters and what people – I can't think for everybody that actually has a ballot to cast and say, you know, this is the reason, this and that. So it's a tough question that I don't think that should be the deciding factor because 
one year with injuries. It's just too many different factors to actually make it to the Super Bowl and win or whatever, to even have an opportunity. I don't think a lot of people realize how hard or how fortunate you got to be to actually make it. If you just make it to the game, how actually hard or tough that is to do. Now you played left tackle over seven seasons without missing a single game. That's longer than Tony Baselli's career. How do you did you stay in one piece for all those years? Was it just a blessing, or was there a trick to it? No, it was, it was truly a blessing. You know, I had a lot of people praying for me, and you know, I'm a man of faith, and I always trust the God to kind of take care of me. And and like you said, that's what I attribute to. I don't try to come up with you know, I did I did do my part as far as working out, trying to be in the best condition. You know, that happens. It, injuries sometimes gonna happen, stuff like that. I was just fortunate to have a considerable long run, and uh, I thank God for that. So that's something I'm proud of, too, you know, being week in, week out, being able to go out there and compete and this and that. So I was just blessed, and I was fortunate. That's what I saw that up to. Rich, and we got about 45 seconds here. Uh, with, with the way the rules have changed to liberalize holding, if you had played today, would you <laughs> ever allow a sack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the rules have changed. I, I don't even... I still watch the games, but uh, the game has changed, you know, even with player safety and stuff like that. And some of the stuff we were able to get away with when I was playing was probably, if I didn't get a holding penalty, might get a penalty for being too aggressive or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I think you just kind of adapt with the times or the changes and you, you play with the hand you dealt. So I would hope not I'd have a, a bunch of holding penalties. I know that would make the, the head coach and, and the uh, – the teams are the owners happy, but I think I could be pretty consistent in, in, in this league as well. Hey, Richmond, we're out of time, but thanks so much for being here. And you know what? We really hope to see your name on a Hall of Fame ballot soon. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, and y'all have a best day. Thanks, thanks Richmond. Thanks, Richmond. That was former offensive tackle Richmond Webb. Up next, Ron's going to tell us what's wrong with the NFL. And no, it has nothing to do with Richmond Webb. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. Results not typical. Do you owe the IRS more than 10000 in personal or business taxes and you can't afford to pay? Get tax representation. The industry experts with negotiating with the IRS with an A rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call today and the IRS will be contacted the same day, putting a stop to bank levies and wage garnishments. Call the tax representation hotline at 800-556-7089. 800-556-7089. That's 800-556-7089. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the roaring 20s. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. <laughs> hey, want to dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. 
Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai tankless water heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai water heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Gosselin, and Clark Judge. Just a reminder, Talk of Fame Network is sponsored by GEICO, where just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. And you know something? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to acknowledge a couple of significant birthdays. It's 54 years ago this past Monday, September 26th, that... I'm going to listen to my story about a man named... That's right. That's right. The Beverly Hillbillies had its first broadcast. And you know what? It was two years later, on the same date, September 26th, the Gilligan's Island first came to TV. Buddy Epson, who was Uncle Jed on the Hillbillies, I loved him. You guys, you guys ever see the episode with Leo DeRocher? Rick, Ron? Yeah. He called him Mr. DeRocher. I loved it. Uh, anyway. You know what I loved? Ellie Mae. The wow. Ellie Mae. The Cement oh. Pond. Hey, as oh, we do each fire. week at this time, we make our Renai Game Changer of the Week awards. Maybe Ellie Mae is yours, Ron. It goes to players, coaches, plays, Cement Ponds, basically anyone or anything who makes a game-changing difference or impression. And, and it's in the past week. And, Goose, I can see you came here wearing your Dak Prescott jersey. So why don't you kick us off? Falcons offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan reminded everyone Monday night you can still win in the NFL with a running game. His father would have been proud that Kyle resurrected the old Harold Davis game plan and pounded the rock. 31 carries, 217 yards, three touchdowns. Old-time football. Still wins in the league if you get a chance. Pound the rock. Well, there's many ways to change a game. Uh, So my Renai game changer uh, is uh, a bit of a round the horn. Ryan Fitzpatrick, nobody changed the game more than that guy. He threw six <laughs> picks. <laughs> six picks, not a pick six, Clark. Six <laughs> picks in an abysmal 24-3 loss. By the way, how do you cause eight turnovers and only score 24 points, Andy <laughs> That's Reed? a good question. So Ryan Fitzpatrick's off your fantasy football team, right? He is. <laughs> yeah, you fired him. Hey, I'm going with Denver GM and friend of the show, John Elway, for having the good sense to choose Trevor Simeon over Mark Sanchez and Brock Osweiler. Now, Simeon's 3-0. Last week, he threw four TDs, just four against Cincinnati. More important, he won. And sometimes, you know, as John Elway said, the best decisions are the ones you never make, which is why John Elway is a Hall of Fame general manager as well as a Hall of Fame quarterback. Well, he's not in the Hall of Fame, but not yet at least. But our Ron Borges is a difference maker and a game changer. And he's here to tell us what is making a difference with NFL telecast these days. Ronnie? Well, guys, has the public finally had it with a no-fun league? Has it grown weary of the sound of wind chimes tinkling in the heads of its favorite stars? Our TV ratings this season deflated across the league because Tom Brady has taken a job with Nielsen or because there's something wrong at the core of the NFL. Three weeks into a new season, ratings are down 12% on, on Sunday night, 12% on Monday night, do we see a trend, 5% on CBS, and essentially flat on Fox. Is this a marketing problem? a protest problem, or a problem of the league's own making. 
Whatever's happening, it bears watching because although it is early in the season, TV viewership slipping is more concerning than slippery footing at the Hall of Fame game. Some argue players protesting across the league at the playing of the national anthem has now caused a backlash that's hitting the league where it feels it the most, in the wallet. That theory argues that fans come to watch pro football to escape real-world issues and are rebelling at having them thrown in their face before the kickoff. To me, that one sounds bogus. Uh, because anyone who doesn't want to see it, don't watch. Go get a croissant, which others wonder if it's the absence of marquee players like Peyton Manning and Clark's best friend Tom Brady, uh, one retired and the other presently living at Elba for another week. Are TV ratings deflated because of Deflategate? Well, that sounds bogus to me. So why are fans suddenly not watching? Here's one possibility. They've ruined the game by turning it into pinball with rules changes all designed to outlaw defense and foist phony points and phony stats on a gullible public. But they're starting to wake up, and they're realizing what's been going on. Simply, it's not real. It's been manufactured by Madison Avenue suits, not Wiley offensive coordinators. Bogus. How many more times do you want to see a defender flag for a low hit when the hit was caused by an offensive player lowering his head as a tackler approached? Bogus. How many more guys who don't know how to tackle do you want to see sprawled on the ground because nobody apparently told them to wrap their arms around the guy with a ball? Bogus. How many more flags for bogus pass interference or unnecessary roughness for barely touching a wide receiver or, God forbid, the quarterback? Can you stand before uh, you... you Flip on HBO, the only place you see Hard Knocks, that was on HBO. It's too early to say the NFL has peaked, but the game they play today is not the one that created the NFL's phenomenon. They've outlawed that game to the point where it's a different game. Is America out of love with it? I don't know, but guys, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. That's a, a stat the NFL suits should not forget. Well, our whistle's not bogus, Ron. It means we're in our last two minutes. So, Goose, you're running today's two-minute drill. Let's hear what you have. What did John Elway see in Trevor Simeon that we all missed? No butt fumbles. A player. Hillary Clinton, Ron Trump, or Roger Goodell? <laughs> Goodell. Just think how rich Americans will be. None of the above. Bernie Sanders. He looks like Barry Sanders compared to these guys. <laughs> the Raiders cut their Pro Bowl fullback Marcel Reese this week. Is a fullback officially a dead position in the NFL? Uh-uh. Marcel Reese is still the favorite to go to the Pro Bowl. <laughs> it's only dead if he gets suspended from PEDs eight years into your career. The Jets held what Coach Todd Bowles called a come-to-Jesus meeting this week. Can the heavens cure what ails the Jets? Nope. Even Jesus ran out of fishes and loaves. <laughs> I would say only if Jesus is their offensive coordinator. And Roethlisberger, Cam Newton, Carson Palmer, Philip Rivers, Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Marcus Mariota, and Brock Osweiler all failed to throw a touchdown pass last weekend. Where has the offense gone in the NFL? Ask Paul Domowicz, Goose, to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Or to one other city, Atlanta, who leads the NFL in scoring, by the way. Jameis Winston has thrown 50 passes in each of the last two games. How many will he throw this week against the unbeaten Broncos? Ten. All of the Broncos. I don't know, Goose, but it'll be less than 50 because if he has to throw that many against that pass rush, he'll be in the x-ray room before he gets to 50. Shane Vereen, Ben Vereen, or Ben Carson? Ben Agajanian. <laughs> nice. Ben Vereen, he has more moves than Shane and tap dances better than Ben Carson. What is it about Josh Norman that brings out the worst in Odell Beckham? Josh Norman looks like a kicking net. <laughs> Josh Norman sticks to him more than stick him. 
The Patriots continue to add former Browns this week signing defensive tackle John Hughes. What does Bill Belichick see in these players that the Browns don't? Talent. Something the Browns don't recognize. Ah, comic relief. Who needs Le'Veon Bell more, the Steelers or his alma mater, Michigan State? Uh, All right, put the band in. All right. There they are. Unfortunately, get him out of here. The Steelers need him more. Michigan State needs George Webster and Bubba Smith. <laughs> After last weekend, Goose, does Michigan State still have a football team? <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> I know Dartmouth does. Hey, we'd like to thank Otis Anderson, Richmond Webb, and Paul Domowicz for joining us, Derek Burns for producing us, and you for listening to us. If you'd like to hear this or any podcast, you can find us at our website, talkoffamenetwork.com, iTunes, or your podcast app. Otherwise, tune into the station at this time next week. We'll be here. We hope you will be, too. Go from tank to tankless. Make the right play by choosing Renai Tankless Water Heaters. Get yourself out of hot water at home by choosing the best water heating solution available. Why don't you tell us about the last time you were in hot water with your significant other? Visit GetHotWater.com to submit your story for a chance to be a part of our weekly giveaway for football tickets. Grand prize winners will have a chance to win a pair of playoff tickets and a Renai Water Heater. Visit Renai.us for more information about their innovative products. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the roaring 20s. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. <laughs> hey, want to dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Check Sunday's newspaper for Centrum coupons. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. Recently, mortgage rates have dropped to the second lowest level in history. The rate today on a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is all the way down to 3.5%, APR 3.57%. It's a great time to refinance with Quicken Loans and save hundreds every month. So lock in this ultra-low rate before it goes back up. Call 800-QUICKEN. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSConsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Burger King presents Breakfast Stories. Today's story, Bob and the two for $4 croissantwich. So here's a doozy. I'm eating my two croissantwich for $4, you know. And this lady comes over, making big moon eyes. And I'm like, keep your paws off my other croissantwich, ma'am. Great story, Bob. Thick cut bacon and eggs on a flaky croissant. Hey, this is not breakfast. This is a Burger King breakfast. Get two croissant sandwich sandwiches now for just $4. Only at Burger King. Price participation varies.